Welcome to another episode of Red Pill Mail. I am your host, Rich. I hope you gentlemen are doing fantastic today. All right, guys, so it is close to Halloween. I just want to wish everyone a happy and safe Halloween. And please be responsible if you are going to be drinking some witch's brew at your parties, if you know what I mean. And uh, don't drink and drive, guys. Uh, We're all adults. We can be responsible. Okay, guys, that's your PSA. So, uh, you know. We'll go ahead and move on to the story here. All right. I got a story here. It's from a woman's perspective, and it's titled Emotional Cheating. I cheated on my husband. Okay. So uh, this woman is obviously in a very bad relationship, very toxic relationship with her husband. And uh, I'm going to break this down. I don't want people to think that I'm beating up on her for her choices. But essentially, she did make the choice to be with this guy. And uh, I am also going to go into uh, the abuser's uh, mind frame and kind of give you some insight to why these guys operate the way they do. And uh, so let me go ahead and read this first kind of first paragraph here, and I'm going to kind of break it down and, and we'll go from there. So just understand that I'm not trying to beat up or I'm not trying to punch down. Uh, I'm just... I'm just going to call some things out that are are probably more the root issue of why she's in this situation and why she made the choices that she did. And uh, we, you know, we'll, we'll just break it down from there. So let's go ahead and start. I have been married for 10 years. My husband abused me emotionally. Now, real quick side note, a lot of women like to say this term they throw this term out it's very ambiguous so when women say that if they're if you're ever guys if you're ever on a date or something and and you're talking the the subject comes up about exes um a lot of women like to use this oh he's emotionally abusive to me probe a little bit more and, and get at least a good example of what emotional abuse is because a lot of women like to use that term and they can't give you a reason or they can't give you a good example of what emotional abuse is. They just, it, it, to allow women, it's just whatever they think it is. Well, he just disagreed with me a lot or, or he would make a point to, uh, you know, uh, when he, we disagreed, he make a point to, uh, you know, make me feel stupid. And it might not have been the case. She just may have felt that way because she was wrong. And so, you know, get, get probe a little bit deeper when this term is thrown around because it's thrown around way too much and it really doesn't mean what she might think. Well, you know, it's really probably not the situation. So in this case, in this woman's case, it is correct in her death, in, in the example or, you know, what she's going through, emotional abuse fits. So. Like I said, uh, she says, my husband abused me emotionally. He always says that I am an ugly person and he deserves a beautiful woman. But yet he's with her. Well, we'll talk about that here in a sec. When I, fir- when I first got pregnant, he said, you need to abort and terminate this pregnancy because my baby may look ugly just like her. He always uh, He always made me feel down. I was in love with him. 
Okay. Let me stop there real quick. Now, I've read through the story. But you guys out there, be honest with yourselves. If you're reading through this and up to this point, does this sound like a person who's emotionally stable or, or, or somebody who suffers from probably psychological and emotional damage? Yeah. Uh, if you don't think so, then you might be this person. Um, but this is true. Her, her view of love is skewed. It's, it's not a healthy, loving relationship that she knows. If, if she says that I love a man who tells me I'm worthless, who tells me I'm hideous, uh, and that he deserves better than me. And she says that she loves him. She's in love with him. That is not a healthy relationship. That's not a healthy mindset. This woman has severe emotional problems, severe psychological problems. Okay. She, she probably, and she does have trauma. I, I am going to be, you know, I'm going to tell you that right now. So even before reading that though, if this is not normal, if you are a, you know, rational, well-adjusted person, you don't really, you would not put up with somebody in a toxic relationship. You would, have more self-respect and, and self-esteem than to allow yourself to be subjugated to that kind of treatment. Obviously this woman has some emotional scars that uh, doesn't allow her to see past that. Doesn't, doesn't allow her to uh, see that she has any worth. So she is, she is going to be subjugated to this kind of treatment. And while that sounds terrible and, and, and it is, ultimately, she chose to be in this relationship. She chose to be in a relationship. And this is what comes with that kind of baggage. All right, let's go ahead and continue. I decided to keep the baby and asked him to leave me alone with the baby if he doesn't want, if he doesn't want it. Okay, kudos for her. I'm so glad she actually took a stand on this. Because she probably understands that it's not about her; it's about the baby, and you know, I and I know what some people are gonna probably say is, "Oh, you were against it when you know in the last episode you railed against abortion, but you know why all of a sudden wouldn't this be a good example of of uh, a, a woman needing to get an abortion so she's not subjugated to this." kind of environment anymore. She can break away from this guy if she wanted to. She could have done that for years and she didn't. She could have done that before she got pregnant and she didn't. And ultimately somebody treating you like crap is not justification for you killing your child. Just because you're in an abusive, toxic relationship does not give you justification to kill your child who is not guilty of any of that. So no, it's not a good excuse for it. All right, moving on. Uh, he didn't, uh, he didn't leave and he's, and he stayed with me after I delivered the baby. He was surprised how handsome his son is. At that time, I, I started loving my son, and I felt that I am no longer in love with my husband. So essentially her son replaced her husband, meaning that she didn't really love her husband because she is, again, she does not have a, a, uh, 
a healthy view of of love now god willing she takes care of this child she tries to raise him uh you know in in a good manner but it, let's face it it's probably not going to happen if she decides to stay she, uh she goes on to say however i never thought about cheating on my husband even though he cheated on me many times okay Again, two wrongs don't make a right. So, you know, you cheating on your husband is still bad. It's still cheating. It's not good. Just because he cheats on you and he treats you like crap does not give you any justification to cheat on him. Now, I know that sounds screwed up and people are, well, well that's not right. So, well, yeah, it's not right that her husband treats her badly either, right? It's not right that... that uh, a man gets cheated on when he's done absolutely nothing. But if he went and cheated on his wife to just get back at her, that doesn't make it right either. All that does is, is drive that division even further. Now, going back to this guy. Because <laughs> these guys all think they're unique, right? And they're very textbook, okay? The abusive you know, kind of personality, the, that, you know, the, the overbearing, over controlling, uh, you know, uh, abusive personality that some of these guys have. Now you see it with women too. Uh, and if you see a man in this situation, that's uh, in a way it's even sadder because, you know, men typically are more assertive, are, are, uh, are, are definitely more, um, uh, more decisive, and, and, and that, and, and when you see a guy who's like, he's just a weak guy who's, who's being subjugated to bad treatment from a woman, probably because, you know, he feels, uh, that that's the best he can do or that he'll never do any better or, or what, whatever the case is, it, it evolves with low self-esteem, low self-image, stuff like that is obviously what she has as well. Okay, she essentially, uh, you know, the man is in the woman's spot, you know, and, and that's sad to see because men are typically more assertive and, and more dominant. But um, sometimes you see it the other way and the man is being emotionally abused and that's wrong, too. Okay, going back to this guy now. Now, why do these guys operate in this in this fashion? It, it's very textbook, like I said um, they, uh, they all, all of these types of guys, these abusive personality type guys, they all like to demoralize their spouses or their partners. They like to make them feel worthless. They like to make them feel like, like their, uh, their value is so low that nobody will ever want them and that they should feel so lucky that I'm with them. And they always think that they could do better because here's the thing. All that, all that stuff is, is projection. All it is, is projection. All their inadequacies, all their insecurities are being projected onto their partner because they didn't achieve greatness in life. And a lot of these guys have delusions of grandeur. They think they should be all rock stars or the next big rapper or whatever it is. I should be further along in my career than I am. I should have been in this career, but I'm not. It's never their fault. There's never really any self-reflection 
about who they are as a person or who they are as a man. And they all project, they take it out on their emotional punching bag, which is either their wife or their girlfriend. That's how these guys operate. They break these women down so they can literally feel better about themselves. They're scumbags. Okay. There's no need for that. A strong, confident male does not need to tear someone down to feel better about themselves. Weak, pathetic men do that. Weak, insecure men who are, who fear their own inadequacies, but yet can't face them, can't change them, are not willing to change them and not willing to face them and want to take those out on their partner. Those are weak, pathetic scumbags. Okay, that's what I'm going to say about it. That's kind of the insight of uh, these emotionally abusive type guys or physically abusive type guys. They're all the, they're all kind of operate the same. They all like to be in control, yet they're not in control of their own lives. And they all like to tear down people because it makes them feel better about their inadequacies. All right. Six years later, I was talking to an old married guy at work. He was just a friend at the beginning. I was talking to him about myself and my life. Well, there's your first mistake. We started texting and talking every day, but we never went out. I started feeling in love with this guy, and he did the same. He always tells me how much he loves and cares for me. He's married. He doesn't love and care. This is this guy's a scumbag too. And I'm going to tell you why. And most of you feel like, what, what do you mean? Why is he a scumbag? He's just being supportive to her and he just happened to fall in love with her. No, he's a scumbag. He's married. He already has a wife that he's supposed to love and care for. And whether he does or not is irrelevant. He's married. He's not. In, he's in no position to be moving on to some other woman, especially somebody in her situation. Now he's heard her story. He knows what she's gone through. And rather than giving someone some emotional support, he wants to give her romantic emotional support because why? Because she's she's attract. She's she's. Feeling that I'm falling in love with him. No, she's not. He was nice to her. He gave her attention. He complimented her. You know, he made her feel good about herself. And somebody who is damaged in this way is going to take that to the extreme. So she thinks that she's in love and she's not. Again, she does not know what a healthy, loving relationship is. And this scumbag is taking advantage of her by telling her that he cares about her too that he can no he's just wrapped up in the in the in the romance of it of this you know oh i have this girl that is giving me attention she she really likes me and this this girl has this girl is married as well but yet she's falling it or she's in love with another married guy do you see a pattern forming here this skewed version of of love that she has she was in love with a guy who was emotionally abusive to her told her she was ugly and made her feel like crap she loved that guy 
That's not nor that's not normal. That's not healthy. Now, this older married guy who is not romantically available to her to to do anything, and she's actually not romantically available to be with him, you know, in an actual relationship. It'd be different if she was divorced and and he was too. Then it wouldn't matter. But they're not. They're both in married. They're both married. But this guy can't give her any kind of relationship unless he's going to leave his wife. He's going to leave his wife and, and leave all that behind. Is he? No, probably not. Because a lot of these guys aren't willing to give that up, but they want to have the excitement of this affair. And while she says it was never physical or anything like that, it was all just, just, you know, talking. We were just talking and getting to know each other. And he was nice to me, said some nice things to me, made me feel good about myself for once in my life. And now I'm in love with him. That's not how love works. That is not how love works. That is not how falling in love works. I get compliments all the time from people. <laughs> the other day, a lady commented when I had my mustache, I shaved it off. Um, she commented, oh, you know, you have a very distinguished mustache. And I, that felt great. Hey, yeah, I, li I liked having my mustache. You know, it was a very distinguished, very nice looking mustache, right? I was very proud of it. And, uh, and I shaved it off for, for certain reasons, but you know, that doesn't mean that all of a sudden I'm like, Oh wow. She gave me a compliment. She said how nice my mustache looked. Now I'm in love with her. No, that that's not what that means. Just because somebody gets to know you and they tell you some nice and they compliment you doesn't mean that you should be falling in love with them. That is not how love works. Obviously, she doesn't understand that because she is emotionally scarred and damaged. Okay, let's go ahead and continue. As my husband caught me talking to him as I was keeping all the texts and recordings of calls to listen to later. Okay. Knowing her, who her husband is and, and how he is, um, I think on some level she probably wanted him to find out. Maybe she felt that would have been a, a way out for her or something. But and I get why she did that, why she held on because she needed those pick-me-ups probably every once in a while to go back to so she can relive that experience. That that oh, he sent me this, this said how much he loved me and this, and that makes me feel good. So she can try and have that experience again. Or listening to a a, a, a voicemail uh, about how it's like, oh you're so beautiful and you know I love you so much I care about you so much I miss you blah 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 you know and that just so she could hear it so she can feel good about herself it's really sad actually it, it really is because this is a guy who's 
not emotionally really available for her. Um, and she just latched on to him because he was nice. And he said some nice things and she started showing interest. So he started showing interest. And again, I think he's a scumbag because he's taking advantage of a vulnerable, emotionally damaged person. Okay. She says, uh, she goes on to say, uh, now my husband is very mad at me. Yeah, no shit. And he, sp and he sent the voice uh, message to the other guy's wife. So she he got him in trouble too. You know, I don't have no sympathy for him. Uh, he was doing, he was cheating on his wife too. And he got what he got. So, you know, no sympathy that he got caught. Uh, the biggest problem now is I am pregnant with my husband. Uh, of course, he thinks it, with my husband's baby. Of course, he thinks that I slept with the other guy, which is not true. How do we know? Right. I mean, yeah, she's saying that here, but we don't really know that. And I, if I was her husband, I would think the same thing. You know, I mean, you, you'd be crazy not to. You just caught her saying all this stuff to this guy you know, having all these conversations and these voice messages and stuff like that. Why would you not think that? Why would you? Well, no, we never slept together. It was all just emotional. Like we just talked. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to believe that. Sure. Why would you believe anything? Because you already were having this lie going on behind his back. Again, not saying he, not saying that, uh, that, that he doesn't deserve to feel bad about something. I'm just saying that two wrongs don't make a right. Okay. She, if that's the case, she should have broke off it, broke this off with him. She should have divorced her husband, got away, got, you know, got, got, you know, went to a victim's advocate group, tried to get into a, a better women's shelter, something like that or something. There is a lot of support out there for this type of stuff nowadays. Okay, so I'm just saying, you know, if that's the case, there are steps she could have took to break herself away from this guy so that there would be no ramifications, you know, of him finding out that she's with someone else. Okay, so she goes, uh, she, now this is where she gets really personal with this. And again, this is obviously going to stem from the majority of her, this is what, where the root of the issue is where her psychological emotional damage and where it started. So she, she goes into saying I was sexually abused when I was a child uh, that affects my, my current sexual life with my husband as I was not allowing him to uh, perform intercourse with me. Um, so I think this, it's not just her, her sexual life or her sex life with her husband, it's all aspects of her life that this is affecting. And, and you can see it in the way that she, uh, you know, her her um, distorted sense of love, right? With, with her husband, uh, with a, this older married guy, um, you know, it's it's not healthy anywhere you, you slice it. Uh, it's, it's, it really is sad um, because I know that a lot of people think, well, why not? Why can't I be in a relationship? Well, this is a prime example of why. 
you you have a lot of emotional baggage. You have a lot of emotional scars that you need time to heal, that you need time to unpack. And if you're not doing anything about it, then your problems are never going to solve themselves. Okay. You're, you're always going to have these, these emotional scars. You need time to heal. You need time to, to uh, get your mindset right. And right now it's not. So she goes on to say uh, that uh, I let, I let my husband have sex with me one time in 2010 when, when I felt I needed a baby and it was like a surgery without anesthesia. So painful. And the second time is after I met this guy who opened me up by just talking and saying nice words. That's it. That's all he had to do. Just give her conversation and say some nice things to her and she's in love. That's not how love works, guys. It, it just, it's not. That is not how it works. And unfortunately for her, you know, it, it's going to cost her probably even more pain and, and, and suffering and, and building up on the pain and suffering that she's already facing. When I, when I slept with my husband, I was imagining myself with the other guy and I didn't feel the pain at all. My husband was surprised and started asking questions. I was telling, I was telling, I was telling him that I'm just reading some books. So I guess like books on the issue to try and get herself better, right? She lied to him essentially. But when he found out about my emotional affair, he started thinking that I really had a physical, uh, con I really have physical contact with the other man. Uh, now I am so stressed because I want to keep the family together. I know there is no love anymore toward my husband, but I just want the family to be together. Yes. Okay. You obviously have serious emotional problems. Um, I've said it over and over throughout this whole, you know, uh, talk that I've been giving. Um, here's the thing. I, I, I kind of, hinted at earlier but like people ask like well why can't i be in a relationship like you are why why don't i have that privilege it is a privilege guys it's not right it's a privilege to be in a relationship with someone um just so you know here's the thing there are some people that are just not meant to be in a relationship case in point this woman case in point her husband. There is so much damage there, uh, so much emotional trauma and, and psychological trauma that she has that I would even say that she has no business being a mother. That's how, that's how deep rooted it probably goes. And, and here's, here's my evidence. Why? Cause she wants this family to stay together. She wants to continue the perpetual cycle of, of emotional abuse. And that's going to be seen by the children. That's going, they're going to ad adapt that and 
possibly if that is their image of a male role model is their father, that's how they're going to wind up growing up treating women. Treating them like they're worthless, like they don't mean anything and that, that they can always uh, do better or that they have an attitude that, you know, uh, I can do better. I don't, I can treat women as poorly as I want and I can just, you know, replace them easily. A very utilitarian uh, viewpoint, a very objective viewpoint towards women. Um, that's not a healthy environment for children. I don't condone that kind of uh, upbringing. Uh, it's sad that so many kids are raised in environments like that. It's sad that this woman is delude is you know delude deluding herself, thinking that that it's a family. It's not a family anymore. It's a, you, there's no love there. She said, "There's no love there. You have to have love for your husband if you want to be a family. You have to have love and respect for each other. You have to be on the same page when it comes to raising your kids. You have to be emotionally stable." Let me go ahead and finish this in the second section. We're going to wrap it up when I come back. All right, guys, uh, real quick wrap up on this just to, you know, bring this to a conclusion here. Um, I was saying that, you know, you have to be emotionally stable. You have to have uh, a, a good mindset about you. Be in a uh, well-adjusted mindset to be in a relationship. But a lot of people aren't. A lot of people still try to be in relationships when they know damn well they shouldn't be. This woman, unfortunately, probably doesn't even think twice of that. Probably maybe doesn't even think that am I even, should I even be in a relationship right now? Or should I be focusing on, on healing my trauma? Nowhere in here, as she said, as she gets help. She talked to this guy and what happened? She fell in love with him because he, he listened to her and told her nice things. So she be, she started showing emotional interest in him and he responded. He is not emotionally available technically to her. He is supposed to be emotionally available to his wife and only his wife. <laughs> Otherwise, why are you married? Why is she married if she's not going to be emotionally available to her husband despite how he treats her? If that's the case, leave your husband. She should leave her husband. This is one of those cases where, you know, people like her husband, it would probably take an act of God for him to think differently to readjust his mindset and say, I'm the problem, not her. It, it, it would have to be a miracle for it to happen. And it, it doesn't because they're so narcissistic that it's, it's all about them and it's everyone else who has the problem, not me. I'm perfect. I'm, I'm this, I'm that. They, they, they're in denial. They're, they're, they're delusional about it. And this woman's delusional about, of being a family together, keeping her family together. 
She's not in love with this guy, her husband. She's in love with some other dude because he listened to her and said some nice things. And, you know, you know, un <laughs> unfortunately probably ruined his marriage too, which, you know, I don't have no sympathy over that guy's a scumbag. He took advantage of, of somebody who is, uh, is, is just vulnerable and, and, uh, you know, has a lot of trauma in their life. And he took advantage of it. rather than being a good person, just saying this person needs emotional support, not romantic support. You know, that that's what he did, though. He he took it a step further and said, I love you and care about you. Does he really? Does he really? Probably not. He's probably just using her, you know, because it's fun. It's it's new. Uh, the average guy doesn't always get to experience that on, on an everyday basis. So somebody new's paying him attention and it feels good. And so he's laying, he's leading with his emotions and not his rational, logical brain, which a lot of people do. Unfortunately, they get wrapped up in the emotions. Women in particular, because they usually lead with emotions. It's just how it is. Again, I'm not trying to say this to be harsh. I'm not trying to say this to be mean or sound like I'm punching down on her. She has no business being in a relationship, and she certainly probably has no business having children in this and putting them in that type of family environment it's not even a family just that environment a terrible environment it's not filled with love it's filled with you know pain and and insecurities and that is a recipe for failure all right guys i hope you uh enjoyed this episode again happy halloween and please be safe out there i'll catch you on the next one take care